Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and together? you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Good morning everybody, this is Annie for Showreel, a look at the Australian film industry and today we're lucky enough to be talking to Bali Putty who's part of a uh, an initiative uh, called the Equity Foundation Diversity Showcase. It's a mouthful, but Patty, Bali is actually chair of the Equity Diversity Committee for the ME. AA, that's the Media Entertainment Arts Alliance, and um, I've got him online to uh, ha- explain to us what the initiative is about. It's a pretty exi- exciting initiative, Bali, uh, I must yeah. say. Do you want to explain uh, yeah, to well, my listeners? Sure. Thanks for having me, firstly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the initiative, uh, the which we just call it the Diversity Showcase for short, <laughs> um, <laughs> is, uh, it's, it's a program that's been delivered by the Equity Foundation, which is a, um, a section of the Media Entertainment Arts Alliance, which is all about professional development for performers and actors. Um, and we're partnering with the Australian Writers Guild and the Australian Directors Guild to deliver this program, which is being funded by Screen Australia. So it's, um, it's really exciting that we're doing this. This is the first for Australia, for the whole country. Um, and basically, it is a, it's a program to... Uh, I guess do a very intensive professional development process for performers, writers and directors that identify from diverse backgrounds. So that might be um, culturally, linguistically diverse, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander, First Nations, um, LGBTQI, people with disability or are deaf. Um, and um, I think I think I've covered oh, yeah, I think um, you have too. all I've... of those categories. Uh, and so it's about, um, you know, identifying that people have had, um, from diverse backgrounds, have had barriers to participation in the industry. And there has been a major push for more better inclusive practices in our industry here. And so this is sort of one of the the answers to, um, to I guess, sourcing and developing practitioners and talent to get ready to start sharing their stories and developing content. Yeah, so you're target, targeting, yeah. this is the target audience, a group of people that yeah. you want to actually be part of this. And I know, yeah. uh, I, I apologise to our audience because actually the deadline for uh, applying is actually tomorrow, Friday, tomorrow, yes. which is a bit, yeah. a bit uh, lax. We should have been talking about this much earlier. But uh, 
still, I guess there's a shadow of a, a, a opportunity still. And I'm assuming that if it's successful, it will continue. So explain to the people what the, sh- the, the practicalities of the showcase. Yeah, so um, this is modelled off what um, American television networks have been doing for a number of years, and they've specifically been looking at sourcing actors from diverse backgrounds and and developing them and then, you know, finding the next Oscar winner through that program. For example, Lupita Nyong'o won the Oscar for 12 Years a Slave. You know, she came through that program at ABC Disney. So um, we wanted to emulate that over here. So it was... um, Basically, the, the, we're taking submissions from writers through the Writers Guild and directors through the Directors Guild and performers through Equity uh, Foundation and um, 10 performers, 5 writers and 5 directors will be selected into the program. Now, the writers will have um, submitted a 5-page script um, which will ultimately be performed at um, at a showcase performance night where industry um Basically, industry will be invited. This will be held in Sydney. Um, and the directors will also be, the five directors will be allocated to each of, well, a director allocated to each five scene and two performers allocated to each scene. So it's a very sort of holistic process um, and it's an opportunity of um, a very intensive week-long professional development, mentorship, training, um, you know, industry knowledge, um, as well as rehearsing, workshopping, uh, for a performance to occur, and then ongoing um, uh, professional development opportunities beyond that showcase program as well. So the Writers Guild are um, providing opportunities for further training and development, skills development and industry placement, same with the Directors Guild, and also we're doing that for performers as well, um, setting up a program for um professional development in terms of casting opportunities um, or, or, you know, acting skills development, performance development, things like that. So it's quite a... It's a clever idea. No, it's a, it's a clever idea. Yeah. Let, let's break it down a little bit. Uh, so yeah. for the people, there's, you know, a limited amount of uh, places uh, yeah. and it can, it's open to anybody around Australia who Correct. is who identifies as uh, either Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander uh, or uh, any of the other groups of people that uh, yeah. are underrepresented. So, uh, yeah. you know, refugees, pe- uh, you know, people from... Uh, uh, Culturally, diff- linguistically diverse, diverse disability, yeah. LGBTQI. So yeah. basically, we, we took we took those um, communities based on um, Screen Australia's report that they did on diversity on television drama and looked at um, you know population. How is the population reflected on Australian television? Well, there's significant underrepresentation for. All of those groups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not actually reflecting the society we live in, effectively. Correct. Yeah, and yeah, so, correct. and the, it's a, a recognition that uh, maybe there needs to be support and skills development if people want to actually express their stories. And so, uh, for people who are um, writers, uh, and directors uh, and performers uh, to actually be eligible, you you have to actually be uh, have uh, there's a minimum of exposure that you've already had, right? There's a, like if you're a writer, you can't have anything more than fifty minutes of stuff produced, Correct. that sort yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So there are particular guidelines and eligibility um, for the program. Um, 
uh, yeah, so we want to look at, you know, look for people that perhaps, you know, that have the skill and, and, and the, the knowledge and the working practice. And the just, aspiration. Um, yeah, the aspiration, definitely, in that there's just been, you know, not enough doors that have been available open to them. So, um, you know, we are finding a, a good, you know, infiltration into the industry from, from practitioners from diverse backgrounds that are now coming through the ranks, and now it's about increasing the talent pool in the pipeline. Yeah. Which, which is good. And I mean, and part of this is that the people who are selected, they're being asked to come, uh, for six days in July to Sydney. Now people might say, yeah. oh, well, that's a, that's a fantasy. I can't get there. I can't afford that. But actually there's a budget to actually, uh, pay Correct. for people's tickets. Yeah, so there'll be flights, accommodation and per diems will actually be covered in the program. So we're not asking anyone to fork out um, for any of that. So we wanted to remove any sort of barriers to entry as much as possible. So that's why we have budgeted for um, those types of costs. Yeah, so you're being realistic. I mean, this is a real, real opportunity, right? It's not just... Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, and that's great. And the and the next thing about it is that uh, in though what people can expect, so it says here that it's going to be a six-day program and it's going to have morning work- workshops, discussions mm-hmm. and professional development opportunities uh, with mm-hmm. the... And that is, I'm assuming that means that there are going to be people who already work in the industry who will be... Yeah lending their experience to those people. Yeah. So we'll have um, established practitioners like writers, directors and performers um, that have been doing, you know, this this, um, this kind of work um, significantly and, and have a lot of experience uh, that will be coming on as mentors to the participants in the program. So we haven't announced yet who they'll be, but you will, you know, we will make that public uh, in the next couple of weeks or months uh, in the lead-up to the actual week-long program. So um, it's exciting uh, in terms of what we've got in store for those participants. And you yourself, Bali, you're you're an actor, producer uh, as well. Uh, so mm. you're, uh, th- this, is, this must be an important uh, uh, idea come to reality for you. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's, um, I started out as a performer, an actor, um, about what, 10, 12 years ago, growing up in Western Sydney, um, from my parents migrated here from India. So, um, I just found that when I was starting out that there actually wouldn't be any opportunity for me for someone that looked of Indian appearance that identified as Australian, but was, had no representation on Australian television or film. So, I, I, once I determined that that was a problem, I then realized that I had to be the one to solve the problem. So I've kind of, um, you know, stepped into that in, in, into that role to, to make a change. And so that's why I'm really passionate about this. It did come from a very personal place of, well, I would like some work. I would like to play some interesting characters. Um, but that sort of branched out into a bigger sort of idea uh, about not only um, for performers, but also, you know, economically, it makes in terms of commercial viability to reach out to more markets and audiences, but also for the social impact that um, television, film and theatre also has as well. So there's a lot of 
social and emotional impact on communities and people, and especially marginalised voices, for them to feel represented and validated in the stories that we tell. And, and I, I guess too that uh, instead of there being, uh, you know, uh, a token uh, person of a particular background, uh, mm. this is about uh, actually the fabric of our society. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's also about understanding the nuance in people's identities as well. So, um, you know, uh, yes, I'm of Indian Australian background, but, you know, I was also raised um, as a Punjabi Sikh, and which is a very particular culture um, within Indian culture. And then also <laughs> being raised out in Blacktown in, in Western Sydney and what the culture is there and what kind of friends I had and how I've travelled and lived overseas. So my identity has very unique facets. So, um, oh, there's I lots of opportunities to dis- yeah. uh, to tease out interesting yeah. stories. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's very, it's really quite fascinating. I'm also really quite interested in the fact that uh, the union uh, is actively involved in this. Mm. Well, the uh, what happened was about five six years ago, the equity um, the performance section under the Media Entertainment Arts Alliance formed a diversity committee. Um, and I became involved in that from the get-go and then was elected as a co-chair. And then for the past two years, I've been um, the sole chair um, of that of that committee. And a big part of our work has been about, yes, um, you know, union is about industrial issues and employment and looking at, you know, workplace issues. But we're also a very... We're in, 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 we work in an industry with very insecure work, um, so, and also if that small amount of work is only going to a very small pool of our community, you know, what can we do to change that to enhance work opportunities for those that have been underrepresented, but also enriching the industry so that it can also grow so that there's more opportunities for everyone. So um, it was actually a really good fit. And um, we've made some really great progress. We've done some lobbying with the government, with Screen Australia, um, and uh, and with private companies and broadcasters, and you know we sit in with those meetings and provide consultation and advice, and uh, and it's because people who are in that diversity committee are you know are performers themselves, people who have not only a personal vested interest in um, shape, in making a difference to the industry, but also um, a greater sort of almost like an altruistic approach to it as well. And we've made a difference because our skin is in the game. And we've stepped forward to um, provide that leadership. So it's it's something that I'm really proud of, and the diversity committee itself is really proud of um, having achieved. And um, this is sort of this particular program is a big culmination of about three to four years of that intensive sort of lobbying and campaigning. And now here's a here's a solution. How do we? How, do you want to make the change? Great. Well, here's a solution that we're offering. Well, it's really fascinating to think that uh, uh, it's one of the discussion points around, uh, say, for example, this is a bit of a side issue, but uh, down mm-hmm. in Victoria here, because I know you're in Sydney, uh, mm-hmm. there's been discussion about uh, mm-hmm. refugees. It's time for change, but it's time for change mm-hmm. for refugees. So there was an extension. Mm-hmm. But the discussion was that in order for unions to actually involve themselves, because unions are a a progressive force within Australian society, undeniably, 
uh, yeah. and it covers millions of people, workers, yeah. uh, that mm. uh, in actual fact it, you have to lobby within that organisation in order to cause tra- uh, to to uh, uh, establish change. It's it's a dynamic mm. thing, and you've proven yeah. that actually you can work within a union to. Uh, self-actualise effectively, uh, to actually uh, push forward such a progressive, social, uh, committed uh, action. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, yeah, it's really fascinating, isn't it? Um, we should go back again, uh, Bali, to what we came to talk about, which was the uh, Foundation Diversity Showcase, which is yeah. an opportunity for writers, performers and directors. And we shouldn't forget that, you know, uh, that uh, skill of becoming, say, a director uh, mm-hmm. is so important because it's a confidence thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think it's across many disciplines actually and many careers that uh, you know confidence can be either an asset or a liability so um i sort of you know i would like to think that this program will provide the right level of confidence to participants and also um opportunities for career progression as well um so yeah it's it's interesting i've never really broached that topic of of you know, confidence as as a skill set. Well, it's a different thing, you know. Uh, writing mm. can be quite an internalised private affair, and then the yeah. bridge is actually coming to a pub to the public. How does a private mm. person uh, I- expressing things uh, learn how the skills that are required to uh, take it public? While a performer is a person who is considered to be quite uh, uh, they've got to have an internal uh, life which allows them to actually understand what characters they're going to play. But also Correct, yeah. they are intrinsically public in their <laughs> approach. Yeah. Their need yeah. is to actually find work, right, mm. and, uh, mm. and uh, increase their skill base. While the director mm. is a person who has a dream almost and has to bring other people along in that dream and that's, you know... Mm. That that takes supreme confidence, really. People have to want to be part of your gang. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's and you know, it's a, a big part of the issue is about you know your working relationships as well, and um, uh, you know how you develop those relationships, and maybe you find your tribe. Yes, and 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 that's how you go ahead and and create really great work. Yeah, because so, um, film, film is yeah. so collaborative. Um, and I know I said that, it, you know, there's only a whisper of a chance that somebody listening to this will be able to involve themselves this year. Uh, could you tell them how they could do that? Because there's a one-stop shop for this. It sounded a bit complicated, but actually it's not. <laughs> yeah, so you can, um, based on your, uh, I guess, your discipline, there's um, three different application forms, so but everything is still available in one location at the um, Equity Foundation um, website, which is equityfoundation.org.au, um, and you'll find on there um, diversity showcase. And from there, you, if you're a writer, there's a link through that will send you to the writers application through the Australian Writers Guild, and if you're a director through the um, Australian Directors Guild. Um, and for performers, you'll be able to apply then and there. So for performers, it's 
um, a matter of uh, shooting a, an audition using one of the provided scripts, um, and you can make it your own. You can use whatever character you want in those scripts, and if you know if um, a character is described as um, being a particular cultural background, you can turn it into your own. If they're described as um, being able-bodied, you can. Um, make them have um, using a wheelchair, so it's quite flexible. Um, uh, directors, they will need to um, directors and writers that require a little bit of um, prior material um, and also some uh, letters of recommendation as well. So there's a little bit of stuff to to pull together in order to get it in by close of business tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and we'll ke- we'll keep an eye out on um, all the wonderful people that uh, result from this uh, showcase. I'm sure yeah. there will be a great uh, positive outcome. Yeah, we've had um, an amazing number of applications already so far. So it's going to be a difficult job <laughs> to, to to select such a small number. But we're how, how do you go about that? How do you go about the selection process? Oh, it, <laughs> <laughs> how long do you have? <laughs> So there's going to be um, a very extensive selection process. So the, 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 the Writers Guild are managing the selection of the writers and Directors Guild are selecting, managing the selection process of the directors um, and Equity Foundation. Uh, like So we're having a selection panel with, um, made up of you know casting people, um, directors, producers, established performers. So a small little jury um, will we'll go through all the submissions and... Um, yeah, whittle it down to a short list, which we'll then interview, and then we'll we'll select a, um, a final ten for performers. Um, the writers guild and directors guild have a very specific process that they will be using that um, that they usually do for their own internal programs as well. Well, you know, uh, and we should remind people that uh, the people who do get involved. Uh, it's not supposed to just be about skills development and then you're spat out at the end. When you do that yeah. performance with the yeah. uh, work, it's actually in front of quite a, a reasonably powerful group of people. Correct, yeah. Tell us about who they are. Not, oh, not um, individually, but who they are. What, I mean, you know, what their yeah. roles are within the industry. Yeah, so we'll be, you know, inviting, um, you know, uh, the the commissioning teams of the networks that commission content here, um, production companies that produce the work that is usually commissioned or acquired by um, those platforms, uh, screen agencies, so funding bodies who obviously provide funding for Australian television and film projects and have, um, I guess, some influence or so that can provide suggestions on, you know, diversifying, you know, workplaces and, um and yeah, basically, key decision makers in the industry, and it's it's a really great opportunity for these for these participants to basically be be thrown in front of key decision makers, um, and it's uh, I guess an opportunity, a quick pathway, a quick lead into um, uh, a world of opportunity with those decision makers. Thanks very much for talking to me today, Bali. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. No worries. Hi, my name is Rolf de Heer. I don't live in Melbourne. I live across the water in Tasmania. But if I did live in Melbourne, my number one radio station would be 3CR because it's about community and community matters. (laughs) 
Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. Yeah, and we're coming to the end of Showreel for this week. Just to remind you that the uh, Equity Foundation Diversity Showcase, if you're actually interested in having an involvement in it, because it's actually a big opportunity, equityfoundation, one word, dot org, dot au, if you think that you might be a person that is... Uh, involved in, you know, if it's one of the sort of things that you might be interested in involving yourself in. There's a couple of things I just wanted to remind you of. Uh, You might have missed out on seeing Food Fighter in the uh, latest round of uh, films at the um, uh, Human Rights uh, and Arts Film Festival. Uh, Food Fighter is the inspirational story of one Australian woman's crusade against the global scandal of food waste. It's uh, a pretty amazing uh, uh, initiative by Ronnie Khan, and uh, she uh, has uh, she does this thing uh, where Oz Harvest is now Australia's leading food rescue organisation, collecting over a hundred tons of good food every week and delivering it to more than thirteen hundred charities. Uh, there's going to be. Qu- uh, uh, question and answer events with uh, Ronnie Khan and Food Fighter director Dan Goldberg. Um, oh, it was actually part of the Sustainable Food Festival, uh, Sustainable Film Festival. I'm sorry, I'm mixing it up because I did actually speak to Dave Goldberg. It's all coming back to me now. But anyway, the film is still an interesting film. It's going to uh, be on at uh, starting at uh, on Thursday, the seventh of June, six p.m. for a Q and A at the. Village Riverley in Melbourne. It's going to be in Bendigo, Geelong, Perth, Adelaide, Albany, Canberra, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast, Brisbane, Cairns. So they're doing the rounds. Uh, you can um, get uh, book tickets at uh, eventcinema.com.au, villagecinemas.com.au for the Melbourne event. That's Thursday, 7th of June, 6pm at Village Riverley in Melbourne. Uh, there's also uh, the just a reminder that the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival is coming up. It starts on 6th of July and runs to the 14th of July. Uh, its uh, mission is to discover and promote independent Australian doc- documentaries and to showcase the best international documentaries to Melbourne audiences. Uh, this showcase shows at uh, a couple of venues across town, uh, Howler and uh, also Long Play Cinema in Fitzroy. So mark it in your diary. Keep an eye out and ear out for the various uh, programs. 6th of July running to the 8th of July, Melbourne Documentary Film Festival. Uh, coming up next is uh, Published or Not. We're going to go out with... A very nice number from Mia Dyson.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.